Welcome, everybody. Share number 133. Okay, moving along in our Hilchas Brachas. So the plan is, Be'ezra Hashem, that we want to go through, finish off the halachas, the various different halachas in the uh, halachas of Hefsik, making a Hefsik interruptions between the Bracha and the actual eating. And then we'll move on to some other inyanim. Probably, Be'ezra Hashem, we want to try and get into the um, Brachas that has to do with uh, food mixtures, for example, like a salad, um, if somebody is eating a plate of food, um, you know, like spaghetti and tomatoes, and uh, sometimes you have potatoes mixed with meat, whatever, various different plates whereby there's a mixture of food. What bracha do we make when it entails mizonos in it? Does that uh, take precedence? So we want to go try and go through Bezrez Hashem, those uh, halachas, they're very nagel obviously, on a daily basis. But first, we just want to finish the inyanim of hefsik. When we got that down pat, Bezbet Hashem will move on. Okay, so it says the Sefer Alachas, uh, Sefer Aizra Alachas, uh, further that Lechatchilu uh, Layafsik, we spoke about this in the past, Layafsik, Afil Bishasika, one should that not make an interruption even with a, with quiet, being quiet without actually talking out. If it's longer, in other words, if it's longer than the, saying the words Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, those three words, uh, the, we said it was around two seconds or so, um, one should eat right away, not to make any any uh, hefsik, even with quietness. The Hainu Gimel Tevais, in other words, any amount of time that it takes to say those three words. But then we did mention also if it's taka for the food itself. Uh, in other words, even the Chathila, according to some Paiskim, it brings down on the bottom, Shulchan Aruch Rav, Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, and others, that for the, when it comes to the food, if one needs, a hefsik could be done. But again, it's not something that we want to rely on. These are cases of, you know, somebody, they got stuck or whatever the case is. So in cases of necessity, in cases of necessity, to make a hefsik for the food itself um, would be okay. But uh, again, obviously a very quick thing and not to rely on that, but the Eved, but the Eved bottom line is, if somebody did make a Hefsik more than the amount of time that it takes him to say, Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, we also mentioned in the past, if somebody made a Hefsik five seconds, six seconds, for whatever the reason was, um, they don't go, uh, they don't say it over in a case whereby one did not speak out, as long as one did not talk out any words in between the bracha and the actual eating, I mean, we're not talking about one waited, you know, 10 minutes, but they, they ate right away just to whatever they had to turn their head as long as they didn't talk out no no words came out of their mouth even though the amount of time it took them for, between the bracha and the food was more than those two seconds more than the amount of time that it takes them to say shalom aleichem rabbi might have been three four seconds five seconds one would not one would not make over the bracha but that should not of course be done the, the, initially one should not do that but but the evidence if it was done do not make over the bracha whereby we did speak about when one does talk out and it has nothing to do with the bracha, even one word, then one does have to make over the bracha. Interesting case, he brings down one should not sing, uh, even humming. I know in general people, sometimes there are people who like to sing, which is, you know, a nice thing to be besimcha all the time as much as possible. It's a nice thing, but not to do it and, and, and not, to, you know, humming tunes, which is beautiful, but not to do it between the bracha and putting the food in one's mouth. Avil, he says, the safer say, 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 if one, after the fact, post facto, calls man, 
I hummed. What should I do? I didn't realize I'm not allowed to hum. I made the bracha and I hummed for a second. Um, as long as one b'di'evet, after post-facto, one should not do it l'chadchila, not, not even to hum, but as long as one did not say any words, in other words, they didn't actually sing the song, as they say, um, then ain't zarech lachzor. They would not have to say over the bracha. Just the humming itself, um, you know, would not be concerned to say over the bracha. L'chadchila, one should not sing and not hum, not do anything between the bracha and the... Um, and the eating. But interesting fact, he does bring down on the bottom that in reference to tefillah, sometimes you find, uh, we know on Yom Tov, sometimes the chazan sings even between a bracha and the tefillah. And he brings down that is muta gam lenagin. One would be allowed to um, sing and hum that because of the fact, min that's really part of the bracha and part of the davening. It's, it's like a minig. And he says, Therefore, those who, you know, who sing, the Baltfila on Yom Tov, they sing in various different parts of davening, sometimes between the bracha and the tefillah, whatever the case might be, like he said, that will be okay, because that's really part of davening, that's really part of the bracha, that's part of the whole Yom Tov davening. But when it comes to eating... Once a person makes a bracha, and before they put the food in their mouth, one should not be humming, and definitely for sure um, not to sing. If they ha- ha- they start saying words, then they would have to say over the bracha again. If they just hummed, like we said, one would not have to say over the bracha. Thank you for listening. Aslach and bracha kultiv.